Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Tips and Slip Sports, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 11 of the Talking the Line podcast. Boy, oh boy, do we have an episode cooked up for you today. And we can't thank you enough for stopping by on this beautiful Wednesday of bets. Real quick, before we dive deep into today's action. Smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently listening to the Talking the Line podcast on. As per usual, if you could be so kind as to leave us a review, we certainly do appreciate those five stars if you like what we're putting down. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find all of the TTL's cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Now, Without further ado, let's bring on in the co-host of this podcast, as I am your host, Colton, Colt45, Soroka, and the man joining me on this podcast has been giving me a shitty grin since he walked in the door of the TTL Production Studios. He knows how he wants to start off this conversation, and I was afraid that something like this would happen, so I would have to face the Reaper. Ladies and gentlemen, without... Further hesitation, my friend, my partner, Riley R. Mags Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? I'm feeling solid, man. I'm not sure, <laughs> uh, not too sure what you're talking about, though. If you want to fill the people in on what uh, what you're uh, implying on here, well, let's just get this out of the way right now. As a Bears fan for the last 21 years of my life, because I didn't watch football before three years old. <laughs> I have been a loyal, loyal Chicago Bears fan. And I have fought through the ups and the downs of the Devin Hester Super Bowl, running back, receiving... Oh, oh my gosh, I'm just so upset right now. (laughs) The kickoff return touchdown. I can't even put my words together. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard the news, the Chicago Bears, Ryan Pace, and the front office, and our lovely coach, Matthew Nagy, have decided to sign Andrew Dalton to a one-year, $10 million contract. Congrats, Red Rifle. Welcome to Chicago. Now, you want to give me one quick moment here because I have gone through every possible nook and cranny of this organization I possibly could, and and I can't find the logical answer. But you know, I, I think I may have found it. I mean, I, I tried to warn you, pal. 
I don't want to sit here and say I told you look, so. Look, look, can I say my piece? I think that they went balls to the wall on Russell Wilson. And at the last moment, it wasn't going to happen. And they didn't have any other thoughts in mind. And they just so happened to see the red rifle on the list and press, okay, he'll take one year, $10 million. So now let me tell you what happens, folks. We have a muddied up quarterback room. We're going to have a nice little QB competition in OTAs with Nick Folds and uh, our newly signed red rifle, Andy Dalton. I am beyond beyond <laughs> words at this point i don't know the packers are going to smoke us congrats on the here. packers on uh the 2021 nfc north championship already already uh, you know bring in jared goff ship out matthew stafford that makes things a tiny bit easier it's this is uh this is something folks i i <laughs> i don't know if the entire bears front office main mission is to piss off the entire city of chicago the entire fan base of the bears or what their real motives are here but now they're shopping anthony miller not that he was the greatest contributor in the world but he did his job from time to time i think alan robertson's real upset that he's staying now i, I don't know i don't know how an immobile quarterback is supposed to fit into an andy reed style matt Nagy offense thoughts I have no effing clue. My thoughts are, uh, I tried to warn you that you shouldn't have gotten your hopes up too high. Uh, The Bears probably did everything they could, but like I said a few podcasts ago, I think it was more on the Seahawks not wanting to give up Russell Wilson, not wanting to start from scratch, and and, I mean, it's not necessarily 100% over as far as him getting shipped out. I would say not 100% over, but... I don't think so either. I mean, I think it's basically because uh, that could be a whole nother dumpster story or dumpster fire of a story coming out of Seattle this year. Who knows? It could, I guess. Who knows what? So, happen. I mean, you're not necessarily closing the book on that. Not closing but... the book on it, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm closing the book on the damn Bears. Yeah, yeah. At least for the foreseeable future, they are not getting the primetime TV spot on my big screen on uh, Sundays. I will tell you that. To be 100% transparent, I I can't do it. They're staying on the small TV to the left. I'm sorry, my friends. It ain't happening. So moving along, because I can't take the pain another second. I'm sure all of you are just laughing out there, loving all of this torture me as a Bears fan is going through, except if you are a Bears fan. If you are, hey, I'm right here. You need to talk. Let me know, because I... Ooh, boy. Support group? You got a support group? Oh, boy. Hey, I'm, I'm at TTL Bears Andy Dalton support group. Well, we'll see. I might. Hey, I might. How be long until work. you start talking yourself into the old red rifle? It ain't happening. It ain't <laughs> happening. He, he, the last play that I can remember of him that he rolled out, tried to slide for a 15-yard first down, forgot how to put his knee underneath him, and got blasted, and was out for a good amount of time. And that's some of the things you need to be able to do in a Matt Nagy offense. So we'll see, pal. I'm ready to rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, congrats on my pack on another hey, NFC real. North champ. S- solid stuff. <laughs> and honestly, man, getting off of the Bears, because I can't sit on yeah, that. Yeah, it's been a wild free agency week. It's been a wild free agency week. I mean, holy smokes. You I've been the, trying to keep up with it yeah. and trying to like stay as updated as I can on Twitter and keep putting it Same out on me. the page. As we were, you know, 10 seconds before we hit record on this thing, I said, oh, wow, uh, uh, J- Jacoby Brissett signed with the Dolphins. I didn't see that. Right. Interesting. Yeah. But, I mean, the Pats are just absolutely shelling out money right now. Oh, my goodness, are they ever. I haven't – I've never seen that in, in my time seeing Bill Belichick, let alone everybody else seeing Bill right. Belichick. He's a penny pincher, man. He don't do that stuff. He's shelling out cash to anyone. He's 
we need a spot here. We need a, we got a hole right here. Mm-hmm. Here's a contract. Got a hole right here. Here's a contract. Right. And I don't know if they're done. I don't know if they're done either, man. I don't know what kind of stimulus check or package they got over there mm-hmm. in New England, but I'll tell you what, they are spending it and writing it. Yeah. They are writing checks all day. Hey, Bill Bella, check. Hey, man. They're, uh, <laughs> I was just looking there. <laughs> Super Bowl futures, they are uh, they up to plus up. three. Uh, yes, plus 3,000. Okay. Same odds as the Seahawks and Titans. Okay. That's not bad so, at all. So, I mean, it's not bad at all. But, yeah, I'm sure there will be plenty more. By the time you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, there will probably be plenty more of news coming out of the NFL. We are far from over. Their uh, cap has to be cleared by 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. So... There's a lot of work and still we'll to be done. A lot of receivers that need to get paid. A lot of receivers that need to get paid. A lot of still. quality receivers that need to get paid. Not yeah. just the Tom, Dick, and Harrys of the, <laughs> yeah. of the football field. Like the you got good, Juju, you got Galladay, hey, actually, Antonio Brown. Actually, just uh, just recently, before we uh, got into recording here, uh, Emmanuel Sanders got picked up by Buffalo. Oh, yeah, there you go. Forgot that, about that one. That was a That's great a nice pickup for them. They need that He's big He's had time. some bad quarterbacks, got, too. Yeah, because they got rid of John Brown as well. Yep. So that that's a good fill Solid spot. Solid pickup, yeah. Yeah, something uh, Josh Allen definitely needs. Yeah, yeah. So that should be cool. Uh, outside of that, stay tuned for today. Stay locked into the Talking the Line Twitter page. I've been all over it, um, trying to retweet as much as I can because it's going to affect betting. It's going to affect all types of shit. This NFL season is going to be top notch yeah I'm, uh, <laughs> hey man I'm, I'm trying not to look past march madness because that's one of my favorite sports uh you know couple weeks of the year but i mean it's hard not to look ahead of NFL. hey as sports gambling analyst it's hard to look past today yeah because it is just action all the time <laughs> every single day every minute and that is the perfect segue into everybody's favorite time of the talking the line podcast that's right boys and girls women men ladies and gentlemen of all ages it is time for the talking the line favorite plays of the day I'm going to go ahead and kick this Wednesday, March 17th, 2021 of bets off with some NCAA basketball plays. You say, Colt, wait a minute. Are things tipping off? What did we miss? No. We actually have some real nice action coming out of the NIT tournament. yeah, baby. And now that we can bet on the NIT tournament, it makes it all the more better. Not to cut you off, but nope. we got four teams that I would have been uh, okay seeing here okay come seeing. March. Madness. In the big dance. Yeah, in the big I, dance. I, and that's what's kind of going to be some of my segues, man. Like These four teams got snubbed, and I think these are going to be some good matchups. So getting right into it, first matchup of the day, we are headed to the Toledo Rockets facing the Richmond Spiders. This game is set to tip off at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we are all over Toledo in this matchup. Toledo is 21 and 8 straight up, 20 and 9 ATS on the season compared to Richmond, 13 and 8 straight up, but 9, 10 and 1 ATS. Toledo has been somewhat hot, somewhat cold. They get going. In their last five, they're 3 and 2 straight up, but they're 2 and 3 ATS. However, those ATS failed covers have been as pretty big favorites. A minus 17 favorite they failed to cover and a minus 7.5, a, a minus 2.5. The minus 2.5 was in the MAC 
or yes, in the MAC conference tournament against Ohio. And Ohio is actually one of my upset teams in the big dance. Hint, mm-hmm. hint, hint. So that matchup, and they only lost 87-80, and Ohio had been cooking teams. Oh, yeah. Toledo was the top team in the MAC. They had an absolutely amazing season, and they're facing a Richmond team that lost it at the end i don't know what happened they, i mean they were uh they were everyone's favorite mid-major yeah. team the start of the season they were ranked and then yeah. uh you hit conference play in the a10 and they go six and five in conference so it looked really good they uh, beat duquesne 79 72 they didn't cover they were nine point favorites then they uh beat umass 79 65 it's like oh richmond's back here we go mm-hmm. and then they followed to followed up with three straight losses and that's O two and one ATS, O and three straight up. The last loss was actually against the Duquesne Dukes, who they did beat, as I just said, sixty two to sixty seven in the A ten tournament. Uh, or is that the American? No, A ten. You're yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on. So A ten tournament. I mean, Richmond is a, has been a good team, but they really fell off here at the end of the season. I think Toledo is pissed. They didn't get the MAC championship with the way they played. I'm pretty sure they got the regular season title. Either way, Toledo is averaging about six more points a game than Richmond, 81.3 to 75.6. They're shooting right about average field goal percentage-wise, but you know me. I'm all, all about that long ball. They're shooting. Toledo is 38.6 from behind the arc and Richmond is shooting 35.7 from behind the arc but you know me charity stripe guy mm-hmm. these big games high pressure situation who's got it I'm looking at Toledo they shoot 78 and a half from the free throw stripe and Richmond shoots 73 and a half I'm sorry Toledo 78 and a half Richmond 73 and a half so I said that right I said that the same. I think you got it. I yeah. think I said it before. Sure. There's too many 70s, too many 60s. There's all these numbers here, folks, and I see a lot of numbers. <laughs> but hey, we're all over Toledo at the minus two. They are also two and two in neutral sites. Richmond, not so good this season right now. One and two ATS neutral site games. Okay. What do you think about the Toledo Rockets, Max? Yeah, I'm all over, all over it with you. Like I was saying, Richmond was everyone's favorite mid-major to start the season. They, take off, they knock off number 10, Kentucky. Turns mm-hmm. out Kentucky sucked a huge... Uh, you know, a big one Wake this up. season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, like I said, they get to A-10 play, and they're, you know, pretty pedestrian, 6-5. and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Like you said, lost their last three. One of those was St. Joe's, yeah. uh, bottom team in the conference. So Hey, those were our boys. They were, the season, you know, we had the them on a nice little stretch, and then we jumped off at the right time. But Perfect timing. Regardless, <laughs> last, three, uh, last three games, losses, um, and as low as I'm on, I, as low as I am on Richmond, I'm as high with you on Toledo. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Toledo minus two and a half, or whatever the best current line you can find them at. Smash it in on your favorite sports book for the second NCAA basketball play of the day. The talk in the line crew is rolling with the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers at the St. Mary's Gales. The Western Kentucky Hilltoppers opened up as plus two underdogs in this matchup. Very surprising because I'm honestly looking at the strength of the conferences here. Mm -hmm. You know, the the WCC is quite weak. Pretty top-heavy. Pretty top-heavy top outside heavy, of yeah. Gonzaga and BYU. And Western Kentucky is absolutely loaded. 
uh, why am I blanking on their conference here? Uh, conference USA. Conference USA. That's my favorite one, and I always <laughs> forget it. Uh, Western Kentucky, a loaded conference USA this season, and they didn't do too bad. They're twenty and seven straight up. They are twelve and fifteen ATS, but the Gales are fourteen and nine straight up, ten and thirteen ATS. Okay. However, last five pretty solid here for Western Kentucky. They are three and two straight up. Two and three ATS, but they have covered in the underdog spot. So you love to see that. St. Mary's is three and two straight up, but they are one and four ATS in their last five. And they've actually only won five games in their last 10. They've been pretty shaky, pretty hit or miss. And in the favorite spot, they just haven't got it done. They're definitely not the team you want to be riding in this situation (laughs) in in an NIT conference situation. The Hilltoppers have absolutely slaughtered teams when they get the right opportunity. St. Mary's obviously doesn't really score the ball all that well as evidence from their first conference victory against Loyola Marymount. They beat them 52 to 47. You never like to see that in a college basketball game. And then they got stomped out by Gonzaga in the second round, 55 to 78. When Western Kentucky plays teams that can't really score the ball, they light up the scoreboard. UTSA, they won 80 to 67. FIU, they won 71 59. And then again, back to back, 91 58. They also beat Rice, 89 66. You just love to see this matchup it's teed up yeah they ran into a red hot north texas team right. in the championship game and they the lost they lost, lost it in four. O, they lost it was in it ot, OT? yeah ot yeah. 61 57 and i'm also looking here that kind of going with my trend against the wcc is very top heavy the gales are 0 4 ats in the last four games versus a team with a winning percent above 600 okay and the gales are one and six ats in their last seven overall okay I'm all over it with you. One more time, ladies and gentlemen, our two TTL favorite college basketball plays of the day because they're the only two college basketball plays of the day. So we had to give you a couple picks from the two of them. We are going (laughs) with the Toledo Rockets minus two and a half and the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers plus two and a half or whatever the current best line you can find them on your favorite sports book. Moving right along to the NBA favorites of the day. Since I took both college plays, it's only right that I kick it over to my partner and let him dunk home our NBA plays of the day. What do you got for him, pal? We've got two monsters that we love here. Uh, Our first one, we've got the Sacramento Kings plus three versus the Washington Wizards. Uh, Both these teams have been a little shaky lately. No no doubt about that. 100%. Kings are eight and six ATS as an away dog this season. Washington nine and eleven ATS at home. Two and five ATS at home as the favorite. Uh, the Wizards are one and three ATS their last four, and they've only covered uh, that one ATS win was a plus thirteen cover. Uh, they are zero and four straight up since the All Star break. Kings are playing a lot better lately. Had a rough loss on Monday. Uh, to our advantage, we had the uh, mm-hmm. Hornets, but yes, uh, we did. <laughs> rough loss. They completely blew it at the end. But, backdoor uh, cover. Uh, yeah, 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 certainly <laughs> backdoor cover. Uh, but they are just overall playing a lot better lately. Uh, struggling to struggling to get the job done. I think they have a big bounce back here. Like I said, Wizards have not been playing well since the All Star break. Had that nice hot streak uh, before the All Star break. Lost all that momentum. Lost all the momentum. And when you have teams that are so evenly ranked. 
the only logical thing you t- you can do is take the points. Right. Take the points. And I just think the Kings are overall a better team. The Wizards have the best player, Bradley Beal, no doubt. But just depth-wise, I like the Kings team better. Um, and just the way they're playing right now a lot better. Um, I think they're going to be pissed off and ready for a win. Absolutely. The Kings are actually ninth in points per game and ninth in field goal percentage in the league compared to 10th for points, actually, for Washington. They do light up the scoreboard, but they're 19th in field goal percentage in the league. Excuse me. I love the Kings in this situation as well, partner. You talked me into them. I wasn't on them at first, and I started looking at some of the dog numbers, some of the away dog numbers, some of the things that you said, and I had to hop on board with you, pal. So... Lock them in, folks. Yeah, lock them in. I mean, Kings it's going to be three. a shootout. Certainly going to be a shootout. I think oh, the yeah. total's at like 245. Yeah. Monster total. Mm-hmm. So definitely staying away from that. So but, take uh, the points. Yeah, take the points. Lay Kings the bucket. plus three. Lay the bucket for sure. What's the second one, pal? All righty. Our second one is my favorite of the entire day. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got the Miami Heat minus two at the Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, yeah. Heat are 10-1 and one straight up over their last 11 games, 8-3 and three ATS during that stretch. Uh, they are 4-1 and one ATS on the entire season on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, they just played last night against uh, Cleveland, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, Memphis is 1-4 straight up over their last five, 0-3 oh, straight up over the last three. They are 1-2 ATS over their last three. Not been playing great the last week or so. Uh, and not only that, but I just love the Heat right now. They are getting healthy. They got Bam out of bio back. Uh, Jimmy Butler is playing real solid. They're looking a lot more like the team we saw down the stretch last season that got to the uh, NBA Finals. They've been quietly productive over their last 10. They have like been quiet. Said, they had some. They were another one of those. There's a few teams this season that haven't met expectations. They've right. been inconsistent, and they've absolutely – they were maybe the poster team for that. Yep. They've turned it around. Like I said, 10-1 and one straight up over their last 11. They've turned things around. I think so, too. They're healthy. Even without Bam Adebayo, they were playing solid. Now mm-hmm. they get Bam back. Yeah. I think it's a bad matchup for the Grizzlies. And after that rough loss, I mean, we took the Grizzlies plus seven on Monday. Right, against and uh, the Suns. They yeah. were playing in Phoenix, and they were sticking with them, sticking with them, and they got to the end of the third quarter, and... Goodness They've been bad gracious. third, fourth the quarter. Suns they were beating the popsicles yeah, off of them. Same thing, uh, I can't remember which day it was. I think it was over the weekend. They had a lead against OKC, and yep. they choked on that they one, choked. too. Yeah, Lost for, by six to OKC. For some reason, the Grizzlies aren't gelling at the end of the games nah. right now. So I will gladly, gladly take that small bucket spread. I will uh, go ahead and take the points, or lay the points. Yeah, lay the points. I'm going to lay the points with the Heat for sure. So one more time, ladies and gentlemen, the Talk in the Line NBA favorite plays for your Wednesday of bets. Hammer them in, lock them home. We are taking the Kings plus three and the Heat minus two or whatever the current best line you can find them at on your favorite sports book. Actually, before we move on, there was one more that we didn't pull the trigger on mm. because we were just so confused. But I couldn't, I, I'm not. And we couldn't bring ourselves to take either side. Either side, and I'm not risking it on a dice roll. Right. So. <laughs> it was the Nets at the Pacers. Nets, at the time we were looking at it, they were minus three and a half. They opened at minus four, came down to minus three and a half, despite getting... I think it was like 98% of the bets. 98% of the bets? 98% of early money. What kind of fucking trap is that, man? Like I, I, So what that means is is when that line, more money flows in, I feel like... That's sports gonna, books know something. Yeah. And we were thinking about it. It's like, how the hell is that spread so close, period? The Nets are playing solid. Right. 
And the Pacers aren't playing that solid right now. So we're foreseeing, maybe we're saying this at the time of recording. So by the time you're hearing this, we uh, think that maybe Kevin Durant or James Harden. No, no, Kyrie. Or, or, yeah, yeah, Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving or James Harden might be out. out. That's my only explanation. Because this line should be way higher, even though. It should be like five and a half. Yeah, even though the Pacers did keep it tight until the very end with the Nuggets, they. They, I think they lost by 15. Yeah, the they it. fell apart. That's what that. That's so. This makes no sense whatsoever. And for them to well, it'd be one thing if they opened at four and then jumped up to four and a half, five because of that bad spread. That's what I was just gonna yeah. say. Like for them to <laughs> to gain a hook in the wrong direction and make it easier for them to cover while getting 98 percent of Something's early fishy, bets. Something's man. Something's, that's not right. Something that's stinks. not right. So um, we might be. And then on the hammer- flip side, there ain't no way we're taking the fucking Pacers there. Well, we might be hammering the Pacers we if could we be tomorrow. See something. If, yeah. Ooh, Sure. The hell no. At the time of recording, I'm saying, hey, yeah, we got to well, figure we'll something out. We'll see what happens by the time you listen to this. So a little foreshadowing there. <laughs> Just had to throw that in. Because... We, we were thinking about that a lot. Um, but moving right along, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for uh, adding that in there, Mr. Magnuson. We wanted to give you a little something, something with some extra juice because we have been stone cold not even stone cold just absolutely ice cold we have been on the ice terrible on the ice i don't i don't know what it is we're gonna have well, so to i was dive looking at we were lab, doing we've been doing decent on our little two-leggers whether that's mm-hmm. two big favorites or you know a nice nba favorite nice nhl favorite uh, i think we hit one uh from yesterday's newsletter hawks and devils right um hopefully the, i think the hawks are still playing hopefully they don't choke but yeah. uh <laughs> but our straight nhl plays have just been ice cold so right. we said screw that we're taking a break today yeah. um so we decided to throw together the wednesday money line madness parlay and for the first leg of the money line madness parlay we are taking the boston celtics versus the cleveland cavaliers mm-hmm Cleveland's just been real rough this season all around no two ways about it 14 and 24 straight up 15 and 23 ATS compared to Boston 20 and 18 18 and 20 ATS man oh man another team for me that like the Heat have had like without a doubt they've been underachieving right five and one straight up over their last six only only loss was to the Nets yeah Absolutely. Hammer in the Celtics on the first leg. Second leg, we are going with the Golden State Warriors against the terrible Houston Rockets. Right. Second leg, Golden State Warriors. The Warriors are four and six straight up, four and six ATS over the last ten. But this They is haven't been ju- great lately. But, but this is just the matchup they the need. Ro- yeah. They so what I wrote down is that they just played the toughest stretch of their schedule. They lost to the Lakers twice. They lost yeah. to the Clips and the Suns. Yep. Well, let's let's uh, let's tell them why we hate the Rockets because they haven't won since February fourth. That is very true. It is March sixteenth, and they month? have not won in a month and a half. Well, it'll be March seventeenth when March seventeenth. My bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we love the Warriors in this spot. The Rockets have just been an absolute punching bag for the entire NBA, and I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. No. So lock them in. Second leg. Yeah. Third leg, partner. What are we taking? Uh, we've got the Denver Nuggets money line versus the Hornets. We were looking to add another one to this uh, to this parlay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason why we love this is the Hornets have not been great at Denver. Traveling to Mile High, they are one in four ATS against Denver in their last five games, mm-hmm. and we're just taking the money line. We don't need the points, or we're yeah. not going to lay the points. Uh, we're taking that money line. Nuggets have been 
solid lately. Another team that was a little inconsistent, but starting to come around, uh, coming off of a nice win against the Pacers. I think they're, uh, they should take care of business against the Hornets. Like I said, Hornets just don't travel to Denver well. No, they do not. And not going to take the uh, spread. We want to relax. No, no, no. Not going to lay the points. I can't remember what it is. Maybe like five six, and a half, six, six and a half. Something like six that. and a half. Too at, many. Uh, at open, yeah. And uh, final final leg here. What do we got, pal? Uh, final leg, we got the... Uh, we are throwing, sprinkling a little uh, hockey in still. A little hockey in because it's the only one we feel confident yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights money line versus the Sharks. Uh, Vegas just by far the better team over San Jose. Um, so that's the fourth leg. We're not going to get too complicated with the NHL no. here. Don't need to because, as you can tell, a lot of these plays, we dive deep. We see a lot of stats that we like. We add them in, and then it totally flops. So yeah. what's the point of doing all that research? We got to hit the lab. We got to watch some film. We got to see some stuff because, obviously, the numbers don't mean squat right now right. at uh, the early point of the season. So we're definitely going to have to do a little bit of research for you folks, but that's all right. We'll do it. Nonetheless... The money line madness parlay. One more time, we are taking the Celtics money line, the Warriors money line, the Nuggets money line, and the Vegas Golden Knights money line. Parlay those bad boys up for some nice juicy odds, right around plus two hundred or whatever they come out to with a little bit of line movement. Lock it in, hammer it home, get ready to cash that bad boy out. And moving right along, we are uh, headed into the little bit of foreshadowing here. We obviously won't have a podcast on Thursday, but we will still have the newsletter as per usual. So we decided to do some deep dive and analysis early and before anyone else on the first four games, play-in games Mm -hmm. for the big dance and a few of the NIT games tipping off on Thursday as well. We are going to run down them all, give you some analysis on them all. Partner, where do you think we should start here, man? I mean, I know, there's man. so many good we matchups. Not a single game over a four-point spread. Really? Whether it's Woo. the first four or the NIT. Uh, let's get the NIT out of the way first. How okay. about that? I like that. Another two solid matchups that we like. Couple, solid matchups, A few teams that we've though. enjoyed watching this season. Absolutely. NC State uh, going up against Davidson. Davidson, mm-hmm. uh, I'm seeing, is a minus one and a half favorite at this time. Yep. Um, we were talking earlier, we like NC State. Uh, ACC certainly hasn't been as good as it in uh, in past years. No. But still, just the level of competition in the ACC is uh, is quite a bit above the A10. As much as we like the A10, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, you know, stiff competition in the ACC is enough to separate them in that matchup. I think so, too. And, you know, Davidson, sure, they've been all right in their last five. They're well, they haven't actually really. They're two and three straight up, and they're two and three ATS. They've been somewhat shaky, and NC State got their hopes and dreams crushed. They were on a five-game winning streak and a four and one ATS cover streak when they ran into the Syracuse Orange at the start of the ACC mm-hmm. tournament, and they had everything ripped away from them on an eighty-nine sixty-eight loss. If you don't think that they're going to be ready to come into the NIT tournament and stick it to a mid-major team, you're out of your doggone mind. Yeah, I'm all over that. <laughs> I love NC State. Pack with you. Yeah, I like them a lot too. 
Second matchup, uh, another interesting one. Uh, we got SMU going up mm. against Boise State. Boise State is minus one and a half favorite. Mm-hmm. SMU had some COVID issues the last uh, last chunk of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how long their layoff was, but they had a pretty big layoff uh, and then dove right into the uh, the uh, American uh, AAC tournament. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, lost to Cincinnati by three. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's still not a lot of uh you know a lot of momentum, a lot of playing time to get them back into you know postseason playing shape by any means. Right. Uh and you're then you're going up against a Boise State team. Hot. Hot. One of my favorite teams in the Mountain West, man. One of my favorite, favorite teams in the Mountain West. They had some nail biters at the end of the season. You can I was going to say, hot is an interesting word because they are a good team, but they had some tight, tight losses to very good teams. Losses. Nevada, yeah. Fresno, SDSU lost by four. Lost to SDSU again in OT where underdogs go to die, 78 to 66. But nonetheless, Boise State is by far the better team. They are, they're averaging only about two more points a game, but they just play hot on the defensive side of the ball. SMU with dealing with some of that COVID stuff, I just don't know how they're going to be be backing in shape. I mean, they did play well against Cincinnati. Only lost seventy four seventy one in the tournament. But they had like a month. I'm looking at it now. They yeah, had they like a month long layoff. They haven't played since February eighth before yeah, that. Right. So dove right into the tournament. Uh, yeah. yeah, and losing. And honestly, Cincinnati. they they didn't play Jack. I mean, they played January thirtieth, February third, February eighth, yeah. and then they were done. Right. So eleven and five on the entire season. Yeah. yeah. Boise State just had they just had a rough, rough finish to their season. I, and again, another spot that I, I see the Broncos doing something, man. I mean, they're fifteen five and one ATS in their last twenty one games following an ATS loss. So Yeah, and rebound, uh, rebound, rebound. Yeah, this AAC they were seven and four in the conference, but they beat up on the bad teams. They got whooped by Houston. Uh, their best win was Memphis. I'll give them that one. Aside from that, you know, a couple wins against Temple, UCF, ECU. They mm-hmm. took advantage of the mm-hmm. bottom of the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they might get whooped in this one. Yeah, I think so. I'm all over Boise State. Yeah, I am as well. I am as well. I. I love the the blue Broncos in this this spot for yeah. sure for sure. So yeah, two uh, two NIT matchups we think should be really good and siding with the Wolfpack in the first matchup and uh, siding with Boise State mm-hmm. in the second matchup as as long as early lines go. Yeah, not diving in too deep, not locking anything in yet. But right, right, right. Like those a lot. Moving right along, some juicy fours. First four, gentlemen. Here we go. Lock it in. Get ready. Oh, pump it up. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I don't even have words to express my level of excitement. I I'm hope, excited about these 16-seed games. I hope you can hear it through the sound waves in my voice. <laughs> I am fucking hyped. <laughs> but for real, man, oh, man, the four playing games are here, and they are some of the best that I've seen in a while. First four, for sure. In a while. You got 16-seed games that we really, really love. You Texas got Southern Mount oh, St. Mary's. Oh my gosh! I bet the absolute pants off of Texas Southern this year, and yeah. they won me some money. Yeah, I yeah, I was a big swack better this year, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. I, I might have been probably my 
probably was my best uh, mm-hmm. mid-major conference if I, uh, I'm going on a limb here. Mount St. Mary's was sneaky, though, They this were season, sneaky man. at the end. I think you they mentioned it us. on Monday's pod. They caught us two or three times in the mm-hmm. in their tournament. Mm-hmm. They're sneaky in the postseason, they apparently. They are in the NEC. I don't know. I don't it's know. an even line right now. It's a yeah. pick em. Yeah. It's a pick em. I I like Texas Southern to I the point too. where I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, uh, like you said, not locking in anything yet, but without too, I, yeah. without going too deep into it, I like Texas Southern. I'd say so too. Um, you know, similar, I would say pretty similar conference, uh, like competition, strength of conference. You know, the top of the mm-hmm. NEC might be a little bit better with Wagner or Bryant, but right. I don't know. I like Texas Southern a lot here. They closed off the season so hot. Um only one loss, it looks like, since, I don't even know, the last 15 right. games. Right. I mean, I'm all over them. I don't know about you, but I'm all over uh, I think so, too. I I just feel a little bit hesitant with uh, being burnt by Mount St. Mary's the last that's three the only, times I bet against reason. them. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Only reason. Um, so we'll see. I, I do also like Texas Southern there. Moving on to the second matchup. Oh, baby. We got... The Drake Bulldogs against the Wichita State Shock'em Shockers. Man, oh man, this ought to be a hell of a matchup. This would have been a uh, years past previous matchup. You would have seen out of the Missouri Valley Conference. Now that uh, Wichita State is in right, the American, right, right. you don't get to see this all too often anymore. And these are two top teams. You got the big dogs of the MAC, or not the MAC, the Missouri Valley, <laughs> Drake. They were hot, 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 hot this season. If you didn't watch them, 25 and 4 straight up overall, 26 and 1 ATS. And if they wouldn't have had that little issue where they had to sit out for a little bit, they would have been super hot. Yeah, I think so too. I, I'm liking perfect. Drake in this game. Um, neither team's playing their best basketball right now. No. Um, I just think Drake's a little bit better. Um, Wichita State fell to Cincinnati in the mm-hmm. tournament, mm-hmm. barely beat uh, South Florida to start the tournament. They just, you know, they're just grinding out games a little too, uh, a little too much. Little something that I dove deep into because uh-huh. I, I like this matchup. Uh-huh. I found out that the Shockers are o three and one ATS in their last four NCAA tournament games. Uh-huh. Ever since, uh, you know, that run with Fred Van Fleet, mm-hmm. Ron Baker, they haven't mm-hmm. been the same. They haven't been the same at all, man. And that was prime because that's when we were in college, Yeah, man. ever since they left that, the Valley. Oh, it was a, those games were a fucking blast. Yeah, I the believe we stormed against the court the against, the against, the, Hell against one yeah. of them. I, I know that, we did. I don't know why. And that was back when our good buddy Bald Shaka Smart yeah. was the coach of the Shockers. No, you're thinking VCU. Oh, I'm thinking VCU. Yeah, they came in Because his time. last name is Shaka. That's yeah, why. Yeah, <laughs> v- yeah, that's funny. VCU did come in one time. And, they did. And they're also they black and yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. also that's black fair, and gold. You can't fault me. It's not like it was a green team or some dumbass shit. Shocker, But also, hey, also, congrats. Congrats to Shaka Smart. Sure, sure. Hey, he's making a run trying to cut down some uh, nets. I believe I do have them at least in my sweet 16. I, I might have, have them deeper than that. I I'm, like them. I like their I like their uh, you know, their region. They got I some like big boys down low, but I I think I got them losing to Bama. I got to look at it, but I, I I think I might have I might redo my that. damn bracket. I've done it 15 times already, and I got to redo it again. I'm just, yeah. oh. Yeah. Anyways, back to Drake Wichita back, State. Back to it. Winner gets to play USC. 
Mm-hmm. Who I think uh, I think USC is going to take uh, take down the winner of this game. Absolutely, but not even not even close to same competition level. No, Pac-12 versus American or NBC. NBC. Come on, man. Uh, and like we said, neither of these teams are playing their best ball right now. No. But no. I like Drake in this matchup on uh, on Thursday. Yeah, I do too. A little, also another little bit. Even though you are all over Drake, man, Wichita State's getting sixty two percent of early money. Okay, okay. Uh, no, but I also. Uh, I also that 03 and 1 ATS Wichita State. Yeah, oh, oh. we'll see another star studded, locked and loaded matchup for the first four. And actually, folks, uh, if I wasn't such a homer for Michigan State over the years and my good pal Tom Izzo, who I used to w- rent Chrysler 300s to out of the Wheeling, Illinois Enterprise brands, <laughs> that's right. I was a clone for the Green Machine. Loved every minute of it, uh, but on to bigger and better things now. <laughs> However, this game, just because I love MAC basketball and Norfolk State was also really, really fun to watch in their conference tournament, we got App State versus Norfolk State. App State actually getting three points. That three-point favorite position has been quite profitable in the postseason so far in college basketball. Won me some good money so far. Yeah, I'm going to have to dive into this one. Uh, I... This is for whatever reason these teams slipped past my radar all season. I got a little bit of uh, I caught a little bit of App State, uh, but North folks Norfolk State I did not see much of until their conference tournament out of the old Miac. Uh, App State uh, App State actually they I had, did see them a little bit in the COVID. Sun Belt. They had some COVID right. issues, but the fun or I'd set the Mac the Fun Belt the Fun Belt was a blast to watch this year. They were also one of my favorites to bet on. App State did have some COVID issues, right? They missed. Uh, a good, good chunk of time uh, towards the end of January there. Mm-hmm. And then they came back and lost four straight. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah, started off slow. My boys. But- my boys. And then they came back and turned it up. Yeah, they turned it up for the tournament, won their last four games, mm-hmm. took down some solid teams. So I, without Little Rock, Texas State, Coastal, and Georgia State to win it all. But Norfolk Shit, won their boy. last seven. Norfolk's won their last seven. They have two, and Norfolk took some took down some good teams. Morgan State, NCCU, nothing to shake a stick at. Morgan State twice again, so in that three times, a good, good Morgan State team, yeah. and they were close games every time, too. This one should be really close. I, I think the Mountaineers just, <laughs> they're good neutral site. They're 5-0 and ATS their last five. App State is? Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're just, they're good neutral site. This year, they're 4-0 and ATS. Norfolk's 2-0-1 ATS neutral site games. This game is scheduled to be played at 7.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, in night games, App State is 8-6 ATS, and Norfolk is only 3-2-1 ATS. Okay. So, you know, I like those uh, night day splits, sure. like that stuff. But, uh, I man, I think I got to side with uh, App State. I think so, too. They I just have so the better too. defense. Better defense? Eh. Uh, yeah, much yeah, we'll much see. heavier competition in the fun belt. Winner gets to uh, try their luck against Gonzaga. <laughs> How about yeehaw, that? Yeehaw, <laughs> That'll be your Super Bowl for sure. And the last matchup, oh boy, can't wait to watch it and uh, hammer the spread the love on your FanDuel oh, yeah. Sportsbook app. That bad boy's up to over plus 80 at this yeah, point. Yeah, something like that. So that's a guaranteed hitter. 50 bucks in, quick 90 bucks out. Mm-hmm. That's what you love to see. Michigan State playing UCLA partner, opening up as minus two favorites. Yeah, I'm torn here. I'm a Big Ten guy. Mm. 
Izzo in March just seems like the right move. That's mm. what I was thinking in the Big Ten tournament. Because I got to tell you, too, I got Michigan State winning this game, and I got them knocking off BYU in the first okay. round. Okay. I just think Izzo in March. So Izzo in March, and my ah. other part about it, um, well, A, UCLA has lost their last four games, first of all. Mm-hmm. But B, the depth of the Big Ten is just so much better than the depth of the Pac-12. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. Um, well, proof in the pudding, Oregon State had to, well, UCLA had to take Oregon State to OT in their last matchup. Right, and they couldn't take yeah, them down. That's terrible. And now Oregon State's one of my favorite 12 seeds in yeah. the bracket. But Michigan State, I mean, lost to Maryland. Maryland's a solid team. They split with Michigan to end the season. Right, right, um, right. You know, they take down Illinois and Ohio State. So, And then, you know, they had another loss to Maryland. Maybe Maryland was just a bad matchup for them. I don't know. I got Illinois to win the big dance, my friend. Mm-hmm. And Michigan State beat Illinois 81-72 on February the 23rd. Yeah, man. Like, what? It, it just don't make <laughs> sense. It don't make sense to <laughs> I don't me, know. Man. And I just, I feel like Izzo in March is just something that you cannot bet against. In a play-in game, most definitely. First round, absolutely. You get to the 32, you might have to think about it. But I just don't think, again, going back to the WCC being extremely top-heavy, I don't think that BYU, they do have uh, Herms, I believe is his name, or Hems. He's like seven foot three mm-hmm. center. He's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He averages like 11, averages about a double-double a game. And then they got the point guard who averages like 15.9 per game and then four assists, six and a half rebounds, I think. So he's decent. I mean, they they have a decent team, but I just don't think that they've played the level of what Michigan State has in the Big Ten. And then even some of their outside games outside of the Big Ten, you know, I, I don't know. And then they had to deal with COVID. So that kicked them in the nuts again, like. Uh, you know, I think this. I think Old Sparty just had a rough go at the regular season. And yeah, the Big Ten was an absolute gauntlet. It was a madhouse. Being being in Illinois and being U of I fans and and obviously fans of the Big Ten in general. I mean, it was a blast to watch that this year. Yeah, hundred percent. To see the old Chief Illini cut cut down the nets. Oh yeah, finally. Yeah. Oh baby, so nice to see. But long story short, I think we're both in consensus that we like Michigan State in this one. Minus two as it's looking right now. Right. I don't think that should jump up too high. Shouldn't jump no. up past three if it go unless you could even go down. Yeah, I don't think it might even will. I might even will. I don't think it will even jump up. Yeah. I think it'll probably stay right there. And I love Michigan State in that spot, especially with just you keyed on it. UCLA is playing cold. Cold, cold, cold. High expectations. Cold high expectations for them to start the season and it's flat on their face, man. No I good. mean, same goes with Michigan State. But like we were but saying, State, I'm chalking it up to the Big Ten being an absolute gauntlet. Damn, as much as we're going back and forth on this, this might be a toss up and a half. But it could be. Still like Michigan State. <laughs> uh, you're alluding to them. Uh, winner plays BYU. Which I, I honestly like both of these teams up against BYU. I do too. Winner of that game would most likely get Texas. Mm-hmm. So that would probably mm-hmm. be the end of the road, mm-hmm. in my opinion, mm-hmm. as I have Texas going past that. But you never know with his own March, man. You just never know. You never know, man. Bruins are 1 and 4 ATS in their last five NCAA tournament games as a dog, and 1 and 4 ATS in their last five tournament games straight up. Yee. Bet with caution, kids. Bet with Bet caution. Bet with caution. We'll see. 
I would say we've got four that we like us feel pretty decent about on yeah. these though. Yeah. So those are the first two NIT games tipping off on Thursday and the first four play-in games for the big dance. It is here, ladies and gentlemen. And just a subtle reminder, sign on up for the Talk in the Line March oh, Madness yeah. Challenge. What are you guys doing? You only I don't know have... If we set a deadline. Well, I mean, hey... Probably Friday. I mean, get in by Thursday. But, like, because I, I don't think uh, the first four are necessary. Like, I, can, I think you can still join after the first I, four. I think you're correct because it doesn't lock. Right. I think you're right. But Thursday, at least by Thursday, if you want in, it's not that hard. If you're pushing the, pushing the envelope until Friday morning... No, you're yeah. not getting in. Sorry, yeah, pal. Yeah, seriously. Sorry, pal. I ain't got time for that shit. Yeah, seriously. We are uh, trying to start a full-fledged internet company here, my friend. So <laughs> we, uh, yeah, another another foreshadowing. Okay. We're about to dive off the deep end here soon, mm-hmm. quick, fast, and in a hurry. We want to blow this up, make this big, big, bad, fast, strong for all of you so we can just all keep cashing tickets. We can bring you various modes of content, and we can just, Start bringing more light onto the sports gambling community mm-hmm. and sharing a little motivation, inspiration, all rolled into it too. You know, so a little bit of a little bit of a shorter episode than usual. Um, we're about ten minutes shorter than we usually would be at this point. Uh, only only a little bit of news, a little bit of stuff going on in uh, the sporting world. Only a few bets we can make that we really really like. So, you know. As per usual, might as well uh, close it out the only way that I know how to. And that is with Colts Motivation Minutes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I just wrapped up Colts 5Ps. If uh, you hadn't tuned in and checked that out, I suggest you go back and uh, go through the last five podcast episodes. At the very end, obviously, every Motivation Minutes, but that uh, five-part series on the Colts 5Ps has definitely changed your perspective. If... uh, that gives you a little hint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, for today, my friends, you know, I did some thinking. I did uh, a little bit of uh, writing on this, and I didn't really know what direction I wanted to take it, but I said, yeah, let me let me give it to the people. It was all my heart today, and, and I got to thinking, man, short and sweet, say it straight up, mm-hmm. don't take life so seriously. Stop taking everything seriously so damn seriously this thing we call life is here in one moment and gone in the next second and it is too doggone short to waste it worrying and thinking about if you should jump at an opportunity sitting back watching everybody else accomplish stuff and and wonder what your next move can be throw all that out the window it's time to go Mm -hmm. stop Stop worrying about what everybody else thinks. Stop worrying about if you decide to make a decision for your life, what everyone else is going to think about it. I got two words for him and it ain't happy birthday. You feel me? I feel you. So smile a little bit, man. This is this is your ticket, your excuse. Right here, right now, the words of my voice, however you're listening to us, wherever you're getting this at, Just smile. Take a break. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself and let things fall into place. Worry about getting your inside right and stop trying to control everything around you that is 
nothing but a bunch of variables. At the end of the day, you can't control variables, my friend. If you uh, paid attention in any type of algebra, which I barely, uh, barely did, yeah, and almost talking flunked, to the wrong group over here. Almost flunked at <laughs> Illinois State. <laughs> almost flunked at Illinois State and didn't get into business college, uh, the State Farm School of Business, because of algebra and trig. However, this life's variable, man. It is ever changing, and. If I can build on don't take life so seriously, don't waste a single moment. I wrote about this in Tuesday's, yesterday's newsletter edition. Unless your damn calendar has a different system than mine does, we ain't gaining no days here, pal. And unless your clock spins to the left while mine is spinning at hyperspeed to the right, it seems like on some days, you're living on another fucking plane. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what's going on. I'm telling you, we're running out of time, my friends. You got to jump. Stop using the lame excuse of, oh, we're just young. We're still learning. We're still growing. You have to start making mistakes to learn and grow. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I hate to say it. I hate to be that guy and you can hate me and you can shut this podcast off right now, but you are not going to be successful and you are not going to be great sitting in your parents' basement. Get the hell out. It's time to become successful. You're a grown-ass adult. You hear me? You hear my voice? It's time to level up, man. It's time to level up. Stop taking life so seriously and everybody, what everyone thinks and what everybody tells you you should do, do what you want to do. And start making an impact because you have the ability. Mm -hmm. You have the ability. I'm sorry if you got a little upset there, but folks, it's time. It's time. It is your time to make that jump and make that move. You've been feeling it. You know it deep down in your core. But your own resistance inside your being is stopping you from making that jump. What's in your head is not in someone else's head. What's in someone else's plans is not in your plans. Make the move. Don't take life so seriously. Do a little more laughing, man. Mm -hmm. Do a little more laughing. And start making an impact on this life today. How do you feel about that, partner? I feel great about it, man. And to not, in order to take things seriously in the, you know, right spaces, there's certain things that you need to take seriously. Right. And what but, but you're saying is don't take life seriously in this shit that you're not supposed to where it hurts. Right. Where mm-hmm. it stresses you out, mm-hmm. what gives you anxiety? Right, gotta, you know, take uh, take a few things on the chin to uh, really enjoy uh, mm-hmm. this thing. And trust me, I know, man. The safety net of <clears throat> being where you don't have any bills, you don't have any worries, you ain't got you got a full safety net. I get it, but man, you do you want to be mediocre? Or do you want to be great? <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, for real. It ain't no bullshit. Do you, do you want to be mediocre or do you want to be great? Do you want to have notoriety or you just want to be the average guy? And hey, that's for some people for sure, but that ain't for me. Nope. That ain't for me, man. And I'm going to keep uh, keep bringing you all, all, the, all the motivation, inspiration, all the words that I know that I can try and level you guys up to because I've had a lot of people push back on me on that statement I said a little while ago about get up and get out and those same people might be listening to this podcast 
and are living on their own and making big boy motherfucking moves because mm-hmm. they listen to their boy Colt. Stop taking all that little shit so seriously and start working on you. Worry about what you need to do. Don't worry about everybody else's energy and what you can do to change it and control it. Make them like you. Worry about your energy. That's all I got. That's all I got, That's man. That's all you need, man. Hey, so seriously, listen to those words. If you need to, rewind it. Listen to it again. Let it soak into your mental and go take action today. And stop taking the little things so seriously. Okay. Well, I suppose that about uh, wraps this old bad boy up, partner. My friend, my colleague, and sometimes my inspiration. You got anything burning on the heart, on the mind, on the soul? You You don't want to hear what I got to say, man. You don't want to hear what I got to say. I'm starting to think I uh, am a little upset I asked, but go ahead. Give it to the Ah, doggone listeners. I told you so. That's all I fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I told you you got played with. You're getting flirted with. You thought (sighs) the Bears were going to get a franchise quarterback? Yeah, that was never happening in a million years. Man, this hurts. This, and of course, you know, they're just, hey, man, bring it full circle. Bring it full circle. If you need to know how much we care about sports and especially the NFL, Mm. I was genuinely genuinely happy and laughing for about a solid hour yeah. and a half until I got over here as, to record this bad boy. As was every single human being that knew this was going to happen. That's not a Bears fan. Mm-hmm. They knew this was going to happen, but you you wear the uh, veil of ignorance, if you will, <laughs> as a Bears fan and just hope that for hey, once- and they probably made a push. They probably did. But man, you know what? What I was trying to say a couple of weeks or two ago was that it's, it's, it's middle of March, early March- there's going to be an NFL storylines that are probably a little exaggerated. I'm going to tell you one thing. Papa Bear Hallis's coffin is probably so worn down because of how many times he's rolled over in his <laughs> fucking grave. What are we doing? What are we doing? Red rifle, man. Oh, for red God. rifle. You going to dye your hair red? I actually am wearing a red hoodie at man, the time. Dye your hair red. <laughs> I'm already on team rifle. No one. Oh, he's gonna man. win like three oh, straight man. games at some point during the season, and everyone's everybody's gonna, gonna lose, their, lose minds. their minds. Or we're gonna start four and one again, and I'm gonna say, everybody, cool out. Like, no, you're just a hater. You're just a hater. <laughs> this is the season. I'm like, dude, no, I'm a realistic Bears fan. <laughs> no, no, you're just a hater. No, I'm not, man. Like, we're not that good. Look what happened. Eight and eight. Like, eight. you got a receiver that doesn't really want to be there. Zero percent. Zero percent. What you know. do we have in the backfield? I mean, Montgomery for sure, but you got to run north and south, Papa. He only did it the last couple games. It's just scary. Hopefully Tyreek comes back, makes an impact, but man, oh man, we just... It's like we don't want to win football games. And I'm sick and tired of depending on the doggone defense to score the football. I mean, in all reality, though, as far as, like, <laughs> I know you're pissed off that they got Andy Dalton. Hell. But, like, if Watson and Wilson weren't an option or, you know, weren't in the cards, like... Trubisky, you couldn't bring Trubisky. They couldn't bring Trubisky back in. The shitstorm yeah. that would have came at him would yeah, have been tenfold compared to what happened with Andy but I Dalton. Mary, oh, who else? Mariota, Mariota, maybe Tyrod. I don't know about that one. Tyrod goes to Houston on a slick deal that's basically all incentives. I think he got more than Andy Dalton. Yeah, I think he did too, but it's pretty much all incentives. It's just like <laughs> Cam Newton's deal. You know, people lost their mind because they thought Taysom Hill. Got 140 million. He's not going to see more it's than all 15. Guarantees, man. Like you gotta, you have to pers- 
perform in a certain way during just, the season. It's, it's just, just avoided, yeah, it's avoided, avoided. Yeah, <laughs> or it's, avoidable years. It's all avoidable years. And Unless like, he becomes a you know surefire pro bowler, pro bowler overnight, right. he's not going to see more than fucking ten mil. Maybe, yeah, maybe. So that's uh, anyways. That's our hot takes. Anyways, it's March. We love the NFL. <laughs> it's March. We love everything <laughs> sports. Hey, so thank you guys again so much. As per usual, tuning in, subscribing, liking, following us on socials, and uh, giving us that support and that killer feedback. Thank you for riding our bets and cash and tickets with the crew. It has been such an awesome journey so far. And better listen early on Friday. Game started about 11 o'clock. Yeah, so I would get in on the pod very early. We also will have Fan Question Friday, fan question Friday. on Friday's pod. I we mean, will be posting games on Friday. How many plays are we going to have? We will be one? posting the Fan Question Friday uh, tweet on Thursday evening, afternoon, somewhere in that vicinity. Be on the lookout for that. And yes, we will have a boatload of bets for the friday podcast we got all the time in the world we might just make that the whole doggone podcast pal yeah man because that's a lot of tickets on the table a lot of tickets on the table probably mm. gonna be some lines for saturday mm. we can dive into oh boy oh boy oh boy it, <laughs> it's about to get hot and heavy and the ttl crew is about to lock and load to bring this thing to an even higher and better level Please stick with us. This is the beginning of the journey, and you guys have no idea what is yet to come. Without further ado, for the final time in this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have a spectacular day. Unless you have other plans, let's cash some tickets.